Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green. Green today. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. All right, we're back in the bunker for the first time in bleeding ages. What we saying, Andy? Um, and uh, we're going to talk probably about the matches just just went on. I think they were something after Leicester, Arsenal, uh, Burnley, and uh, City. The one that's just gone, and then we're going to have a look at the upcoming fixtures. Not any one fixture in particular, because we just rambled on about anything that we could think of. And uh, we also have a guess at how many points we're going to get before the end of the season, how many you need to make top four. Paul reckoned it's 17.683, which happens to be the same time we did uh, pressing stats on uh, Monday and then just gave up. So tonight in the bunker, we have uh, Sean, Paul and Andy and myself, Phil. I'm back hosting to the end of the season and then we're going to set fire to the bunker and <laughs> who knows what comes next. <laughs> Um, but yeah right okay lads back in the bunker back in the place to be um, this is our fortnightly podcast I think it's been about four weeks since we did the last <laughs> um, and we've got the big mixer working so we're all happy about that it's, it's, it's great to have the microphones mm. back the proper mics that we can use again um, since we did the last pod we, I think we've only played one game or something since Leicester Arsenal Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. so we did, did we get a deal pod after the Leicester we game didn't. Did we release yeah. it? I don't know. Yeah, it came out on Saturday morning. <laughs> four hours, four hours before the Arsenal match. It was. It came out ten minutes before the kickoff. Actually, yeah. <laughs> our seven listeners got to hear it anyway. So <laughs> but at least uh, that's why I say we come in. There's an international break. There's a good chance we can get this one out before the next match. <laughs> Um, and do you know what? we might even do a podcast before the next match as well so we won't use up all our thoughts <laughs> use up all our thoughts tonight uh, so we played um, Arsenal and then we played Burnley and then we played City and we haven't managed to lose in that time span, span which is our best run of 2017 which is impressive stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I suppose the City game is the most one in, in, in our immediacy. But lads, you know, looking at, at the three games as a whole, um, and more or less looking at the way it's gotten our, our season more or less track on, back on track. Um, Paul, starting with you, the Jorgen himself yeah. said that we ground out a win against Burnley. We sort of did well, like you know, played it the normal way. We just take Arsenal apart as normal. But like we ground out a win against Burnley, and then we. Uh, Got a draw again against City. So for you, Paulie, where 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 do we lie now as a team? Especially because we've got a lot of winnable games. Winnable games yeah. in fucking rabbit quotes. <laughs> winnable games till the end of the season. I think it's a good one. Um, obviously the board, the Burnley one's probably the biggest surprise out of a like beating a fucking horrible little claret and blue team at home. <laughs> um, You're right. You're right. I'm with you on the claret yeah, and blue. Like shit yeah. teams just wear yeah, claret yeah, and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that was the most surprising thing. And. Um, the City game, like, you can't really sniff a, a draw at the end, but City are a team that I think, like, on our day, we could properly hockey them. Mm. They have a soft belly, like, so. Uh, before the match, like, you'd have said, yeah, you'll take a draw, but I don't know. I'm, I'm always disappointed when we don't beat City. I think they're made for us. They have been for years. Yeah. Andy, stop tapping the fucking table. <laughs> oh, Sound, now it just sounds like you're masturbating. And I have to try and explain that. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> Just explain that's Paul you're talking to and not me. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> what do you want to know? What was the question? I just I'm forgot fun. the bit that you said. You just said, how about me? How about me what? How about you, Andy? How do you feel? How do you think we did over How do you think we did over the last few games? games? You hosting that, are you? <laughs> Finished that. <it? laughs> <laughs> He has a trail hat on. <laughs> and the big. If it's gloves. If, if, it's <laughs> <laughs> if you could fold the fingers back in those gloves, they'd be t- proper trail banker gloves, they would. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Um, yeah, deadly. Um, <laughs> deadly. <laughs> beating Arsenal in a couple of style, especially the first half. Then the Burnley game, which was just a. Um, what? Oh, the fans, oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like old days, farting, wanking gags. <laughs> the Burnley game, we're obviously afraid of our life. We're going to drop points to, against them at home, and we didn't, which was great. And then the City game, yeah, it took a draw going into the match. Um, only thing that would have taken me away from not taking the draw would have been the fact that you kind of know it batters others around the corner mm. but if we can win the winnable games then a draw away from home a city is brilliant and with all the top six out of the way now and taking 20 points and unbeaten is, is amazing Yeah. so now it was a good result it could have went either way if, you, if you're expecting Liverpool to come away from there with the win or you think they should have won you're just being greedy yeah. They had fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they had lots of clear court chances. They had a couple of penalty shouts, and so did we. So a draw's fair enough. It could have been four all or five four or something crazy like that. But I'm happy enough now that like going into the international break, they're not coming off uh, back a bit of feet into the derby, and they can kind of feel a bit more confident now because everything are in a bit of a rich vein of form. Yeah. So it'd be good to be good to go into that unbeaten in the last few. Sean, now that you've finished cooking eggs over there, um, <laughs> what's your feelings after the after the three games? Well, if you had a told us like before the three game block that we get seven points out of three games, you'd you'd have taken them happy enough. Mm. Um, beat City, beat Arsenal, draw Burnley. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think like Arsenal the game like it was 
Only two one until we scored in kind of the last minute, so we kind of were the arses were falling out of us until the second half. Yeah. The, the second half again, but look, we got the results and Burnley as well was refreshing to see us like play shy and win mm-hmm. because we were bad that day, but we got the win. And the City game <clears throat> on the weekend was, I think, it was a fair result. So I'd say seven points on them three games now as is back. I think in a strong position now for the, the last nine games. Mm. Uh, to probably nip in the top four, even go higher again. I think. Everton is the only kind of biggish game left now, is it? Southampton to be in the top half, and then after that, then Stoke. Stoke. Where's Big in stature, though. Everton to be, yeah. That's it for the season. More or less. More or less. But then we have to play, I think we play Stoke and West Ham away, one half the other. I think that'll be West Ham away as well, isn't it? Yeah. Claret and Blue. Claret and Blue. Claret and Blue, Tim. I hope that'll be a Monday night and we'll wear a yellow kit. Do we have a yellow kit this year? I don't know. The, yeah, the if we don't, one. we'll end up wearing a yellow kit because we always play West Ham away on a Monday night. <laughs> and a yellow kit and get a fucking a, a scaldy nil all or hundred all draw or something like that. <laughs> I know United have a couple of games in hand, and if they win them, they can go ahead of us. And mathematically, it's not in our own hands, but I feel psychologically, it's in our own hands mm. because we'll play five games in April. And they're five very winnable games. United will probably be playing about nine games, and that that's that includes a run of, you know, tough league game. Then Anderlecht, mm. followed by Chelsea at home, followed by Anderlecht, followed by. Arsenal I think Atlantic. it's a win, it's a winnable. I can't remember exactly who they're playing, and then I think the City rearrange fixture could be thrown in. Yeah, on a Thursday. Is it? On a Thursday. Yeah. Is it in April? The end of April. The end of April. Yeah. So that means in the last seven games, they're going to play City away, Spurs away, Arsenal away, and Chelsea home. Mm. They are going to play each other. I mean, out of out of them four games, they're going to probably drop points and trade them. Yeah. And then because the way United have been, like they they could easily drop a couple of points at home <laughs> against one of the weaker teams because the, the teams like we well. drop points at home too. Yeah, especially especially when they've got like if they do progress on that Europa again. Like it's just it's just like a joke. They're May then to play te- two semi finals, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, for for Liverpool, they absolutely have to capitalise on that. Take huge advantage of it. Arsenal are just slipping away. Like fuck. Well, this, then, this, this is where I want to go because the, Ars- the Arsenal game. Sorry, how long is Kane out for? You, you haven't said. No, there's no. There's Doesn't matter. They, they haven't been the fucking workshop. There was there was talk of seven weeks and there was talk of two weeks, but I I do think it's gonna be. About a month at least. Yeah, I'd say they just bring out another version of him. Yeah, but it, did, it looked like they, it looked like they didn't miss him, and then then it was squeaky one time mm. near the end so, against Southampton. Yeah, you got a little bit spoilsy in the second half. They were fucking. They looked. They held out. But I think they. <laughs> Huh? The video that's for us. Oh my god! Looking down at the camera. Hitting it large. Mussy on the fucking understands. What are you saying? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> is that an old video or I don't know <laughs> I don't know well come here um, going back to the games that were, and obviously the, the standout performances so look at, you know looking at those three games there was a big concern by most of the fan base that Henderson was going to miss the games and Chan has mm. probably stepped in and had his best run of form in, in, in that um, and he's put that rumour to bed that him and Wijnaldum can't play in the same midfield if you set it up the right way and, yeah but that rumour <laughs> was made up by you 
boy Phil. No, I didn't make it up. I don't know who. Ma- no, I thought it was him. I don't know no. who made up that rumor, but yeah, the fact of that <laughs> situation is they can't play in with three: the Henderson, Chan, and one Allen. That's just all over the shop. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that, that one. Works. But I definitely think Wijnaldum is the main man in there. Mm. That box to box player. The and then Henderson are, are a chance to play the, the hole and roll. There's not much to split them. At the moment, well, actually, let's fucking call a spade a spade. He had a good second half. He had a very, very, very good second half. Like a 9 or a 10 out of 10 second half against City. But before that, like, I can't remember in a game like that since Villarreal last year. Well, I'd say that the... Chan, since he's been put into that sort of bottom of of the midfield, yeah. his his performances have improved massively over what he's been delivering for for up until then in that part of the season. And if we go back to the start of the season, <clears throat> he gets injured in pre-season and everyone was expecting him to start at the bottom of the midfield mm. with Henderson and Wijnaldum or whoever it was yeah. to, to play in front of him, right? Henderson gets in, does a brilliant job, in fairness to Henderson, yeah. and that's not taken away from what he does. Um, and he's had to wait for that chance to get in and get a run of games in that mm. position. And straight away, we're starting to see a player now that looks like he's coming back into form and yeah. looking like he's the player that we were all raving about at the back end of last season. Yeah. So, you know, Andy, you made a point on Twitter and, and, and it's a very fair one. Our fan base is scared, fucking paralysed with fear if there's more than one good player for a position. Yeah. Right? It cannot mm. deal with the fact mm. that you could potentially have two centre midfielders who can play in that position but can't play in the, same t- in the team at the mm. same time. Straight away, you're either Camp Henderson yeah. or Camp Chan. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it, it always, always works out. Yeah. Something happens. Someone plays shit. Someone gets injured. Someone, you know, like... Someone goes on a run of farm there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, or someone changes their, their role. Like, who would have seen Henderson playing that yeah. role? Like, you know, so it Absolutely. always works out. There's no need Absolutely. to be worrying about if we sign a quality player, why are people bothered about signing quality players and what's going to happen to Coutinho or Firmino or Lallana or Lallana? And like they're going, oh yeah, look at give it Lallana, like no, panicking, no. panicking. Like if Lallana's playing quality and Coutinho's playing shy, he'll start. Obviously, start the the player that comes in, whoever that may be, ahead of That's because we don't know what it's like to have strength. Actual strength and this is it, Sean. This is it. This, We're it's not happy unless it's Torres and yeah. then Ngog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Liverpool fans. That's what they want. We ha- like going into the start of the season. We we did have a, a good bit of depth in certain areas, but once you have a few injuries yeah. to key players, like Mane going, mm. you going to Matip. the thing or Matip, uh, Lallana is out, Coutinho is out. Um, all of a sudden, we're very very thin on the ground. So get as many quality players in as possible, and then worry about not it. just thin, not just thin. Look at our that run of fixtures around Christmas time when our form goes off the fucking cliff, right? And yeah. look at how knackered those players looked. When yeah. by the time we got to the middle of February and the first break that the that they had, right? Yeah. And I know they head off to Spain and have a booze up and then they come back and they're not great when they come back, right? But that's the first time that they get a a, a long break after run over the Christmas time where they're playing games nearly every second uh, every three days or whatever yeah. it is. And if that doesn't scream out the fans, you need a squad in this day and age. Mm. And if you want to be challenging for trophies and be challenging for cups and whatever you want to be challenged for, you need to have two players for every position. Yeah. And as a fan, you just need to sit back and relax and let the manager yeah, do his job exactly. and pick, pick the player. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, there's there just seems to be a thing, and it's probably just the Twitter kind of age. Supposedly people have their favourite players ahead of their team. They'd rather shoehorn they, their favourite players yeah. into the team in... Rather than them be actually effective in yeah, a some people can't. Some people just cannot choice. cope with the fact that Milner might have 
a couple more years left at the club. Yeah. Lalane is one of uh, Klopp's first choice midfielders. Like, they can't cope with that. Why? What's the problem? <laughs> like, Coutinho, the way he's been playing lately, doesn't deserve to be, to start. No. The only reason he's not starting is because, or he's starting is because there's no one really to challenge him. Yeah. But like, if we had depth, like say we had a bot Sané or something, no way Coutinho's playing on the left mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, that's the way the club needs to start thinking and the fans need to start thinking. The, the, Get other, the players the, in. The other one is, and I'll be and, and something I want to touch on because across the three games, you know, before Christmas we were this incredible attacking force. Teams just couldn't live with us. We were able to break down what was ever in front mm. of us and score loads of goals, right? And I think we've really struggled as an attacking force since Christmas time. We aren't as free flowing. We aren't making as many chances since way before Christmas. Yeah, well, since, since mid November. I remember it back to probably the first half against Bournemouth was the last time they played that frightening type of football. Yeah. And it fell off a cliff. But either and way, even the games we won, like you know, we had a big win against City around Christmas, and we had a big win against Everton around the same time. They weren't big. They weren't big performances. Yeah, they were grinded out. Like, mm. well, what I'm getting to is that you know, there's there's this debate now around you know, um, what we need to sign a striker or some type of forward that fits in where Firmino is mm. to put Firmino somewhere else. Now, I mean, I don't think Firmino's been great since Christmas time. No. I don't think he's put in like he's he's had moments, but he hasn't had a consistent run of games where he said, "Jesus, he's in the on fire now." Look, yeah. look what it is. And even even at the weekend against City, he has a great chance. Two great chances. Yeah. Two yeah. great chances. One where to, he was clean to, through, to clean through, and he hits Caballero square on. And then the other one where, where he, he cuts inside, and it, he could have it's an easy save. It's an easy save. And what about the penalty? Like he kind of miscontrolled yeah. the ball there. If if Clichy had got around and made a good challenge and not uh, lunged in, clumsy. Him. He, he wouldn't he start. Well, like, lucky. I think we're mad though, expecting him to be a twenty goal to season. <coughs> no, because he no, wasn't when we signed no, him. The good I mean? thing, is, the good thing is, like we, when Firmino's not scoring goals and taking his chances and setting up goals, he actually is. At, he actually is contributing to the team. Do you think? Where he can, yeah, where you can't say that <coughs> for uh, for Coutinho. Mm. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh, like, I'm a big fan of Firmino. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying. I just don't think he's been contributing that much since Christmas. To, when he hasn't been involved and, and involved in attack and play, where he, I'd seen him before Christmas and he was chasing back and he's walking and he's hurrying and the whole lot. And he's, he's putting. I think thing. he still well, is. It's another case where we don't have anyone to replace him. That's really. it. Like, like Origi hasn't been. Right like Origi has literally Story gone back to, to being the Origi yeah. that he was when we first came in and we're saying, Jesus, hopefully this fella, you know, does something and pulls it through. And the year yeah. raving about Origi at the back end of the last season. And yeah, he's, yeah. He's been nothing yeah. like that player. I thought, like, because I felt like I made a major boo boo boy writing him off. Like, because yeah. I looked at him and went, Jesus. I don't see anything in him. Someone on Twitter says, "No, nah, he's been playing out of position." And I was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> playing out of position. The centre forward. We bought a centre forward, and he's played through the middle, and he's been playing out of position. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, then they were dead right. Like when he put when he was put it wide, he was way more comfortable. Once he got his man, isolated his man. He was he was good. He was even good at holding the ball up. But there was a ball put into a corner. He was well able to get on the ball and throw a few step overs in. Let players get involved. And I, I was looking at it going this. This is this is a complete striker here. Yeah, he, he's he, physical. He's quick. We've seen him finish, having a few good finishes. Maybe he just need like he's he's still young. A lot of strikers they look, take a few years before they really start smashing in goals week in week out. So I wouldn't be writing him off. But he's been a bit stop start this season. He hasn't really had a, a proper run in the team. But Especially the stuff you were talking about, like holding it up and all, and like general general good play apart from scoring goals. Like he's got a few goals this season. 
He's on a dry run at the moment, but I think before Christmas he scored a good few, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. But like he, the, all the good players has gone out the window. Like he's, he looks he's nowhere yeah. near as He looks like mm. a confidence player of ever I've seen one though. Mm, because yeah. even when, when he came when he started that run last year, I think he started against Dortmund away and like yeah. everyone was kinda of like, Fuck what missing Firmino that night or wherever mm. he was Weber was injured. And he got the goal, he got that one goal and I think from then then he kinda but then when he got injured, we missed him. Like yeah. we were all devastated. The everything mm. game, and yeah. He got broke up by Fiona's Mori. Yeah, we were all like, "Fuck's sake!" Like yeah. it was just about so. I like you I said, think like it's a confidence. Con- like you could yeah. just you, you could have fired the ball out of a cannon at him, and he'd have taken him. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's whereas, what I'm saying. Whereas now he's yeah. now like he's that. walking around head down the whole time. But at yeah. least we have storage there. I, I think. Yeah. yeah, well, I think these days were so. He's still recovering from that virus that he got in La Manga. Yeah, I think I think he's done. I don't think I'll see him again to be honest with you there's lots of rumours going around about him just another fallout with Klopp and that he's refused to play I don't know he's refused to play since fucking November yeah <laughs> but like uh, I mean I think like just because of the way football is now and we're so you know, where fans are so involved and they, they see every game now mm-hmm. and they see every press conference they see like more um the underage teams playing like yeah. there's just so much content now and they seem to forget very quick how good the player was you know like so Origi now was a bit written off like and all of a sudden like we don't miss Henderson anymore like Henderson was way better than Chan fickle. in that yeah, position fickle, and now like people are saying are worried that when Henderson gets fit that it's going to ruin Chan's development like that he needs to stay in the team he needs to this but the like the better player will the better prosper. player the, the better player. player will come in. Mm. So Chan, like Henderson, if Chan continues, I've kind of Chan plays like he did in the second half against City, the next couple of games, and Henderson comes back in. He's not going to start, nope. but he might come on in the 60th yeah. minute. And if he if he plays way better than Chan was in the other 60 minutes, he's going to get back in, and that's the way it should be. Mm. Why are people worried? Like if Chan needs six, ten, whatever games to get going, or needs to be nurtured in the right position and can't adapt and can't. Well, then he's no use to us. He's just a squad player, just another squad player. But Henderson, Henderson was class in that position for the most part of the season. I'm going to say, I think Chan's turnaround in terms of getting the games <clears throat> was that little, when he dropped in again as a centre-back and he, there was this one thing that happened, Rogers when he put him in there and he, got, he seemed to get his confidence back in the yeah. match yeah. and started saying, well, this, I play, he just goes back to playing it simple. And when mm. he's sitting there at the base of it, he's playing it simple. He's playing yeah. he's playing five and six yard passes instead of trying to spin it spray it across the Where pitch. But he looked like yeah. he had the that fucking drive on, yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Well, that's what, that was, was the, the he was flying into everything. And, and this is what it bothers me. Like he's great in this role, this this six role. He's mm. great at sitting and like, but his best parts of play on Sunday were in the second half when he was going forward. Yeah, yeah. And he was like taking a piss, like he looked like he'd more energy than everyone else, he had more strength and he was he was he was bullying in the midfield. And that's not really what the Henderson role was. I know. And what, no. what nine out of ten games that But do you role remember, remember when we were, we were talking about him before the Arsenal game and, and, and even going back forward to that in January um, when the, on the rare occasion that we did a podcast? But we said that <laughs> it's in the big games, you'll always start chanting. Yeah, in the big matches, that. because you need that bully, you need your own bully in the centre midfield, otherwise, teams bully us around the park. Yeah, right? I remember that. And mm. then he's done that. The problem is, and even against Burnley. Right, he did. He did okay against Burnley. He didn't do anything Made wrong. Made the difference, though. He Made the difference. But do you know what I mean? Like in terms of he stepped into the field, he's doing. He's playing better than he had played yeah. in all the other games before that when he was playing there. 
it just wasn't involved. You're like the rest of the team, they just seemed to fucking torn off completely and just didn't get involved. They didn't, yeah. they did, he wasn't, there was no point in having a bully because the teams were just stacking the defence against us and saying, right, I don't care if a fuck how many players have in midfield. You need to have a fella who's going to be able to tread a ball through the eye of a needle and open us up here because yeah. we're going to sit, camp ourselves out within 25 yards of our own goal. The mm. most impressed I've been with in the, like, the, the block of three games is when the Arsenal game, the second half, we needed someone to kind of fucking disrupt them in the middle and that's mm. what he done. I remember I, I think he avoid being sent off by rolling around the ground out that does yeah. in on someone. <laughs> right, yeah. And he was on a yellow yeah. already and yeah. he had the head then as well and he pulled Sanchez down a couple of times when he was going through, clean through. Like, so he's shown that he can be that leader in the middle but yeah, he yeah. just has to uh, probably he probably feels like he's being tethered with anything <laughs> in there. But this is the gas thing like he, he, what he, he pulled uh, I, think he, I think he pulled Sanchez, Sanchez down, down in there in, in, in our final tour and like you go on to Twitter and it's all oh that's so clever oh he's such an intelligent player and blah 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 12 year olds are doing that yeah you know what I mean but we're not you, 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 you. <laughs> we see the problem is we haven't much. had a midfielder that does that since and Masquerade he is, <laughs> yeah. and he didn't like if he was if he was a bit if he was a bit mahem if he wasn't as heavy on his heels he probably wouldn't have got torn inside out so easy and he mightn't have had to foul him so was you said on, on Sunday you're looking at oh, who said it? He's flying around on something. He can't fucking. He can't. He can't sprint more than five yards against the. It looks like an aircraft. Oh, he, like, and he caught uh, Sterling like over yeah, four yeah, yards. Caught yards. up with him, yeah. and I was like, "What am I looking at here?" Because when you see him, like when he's starting off, yeah, yeah. Chuka, chuka, yeah, chuka, yeah. Chuka, chuka, chuka. he is the he's, old Adidas hero when <laughs> a train was a hero was basically yeah. a train running. Yeah. It's just like do you remember the slimmers when Ronaldo's behind him winding a crank. Do you remember Mario Kart? Yeah, yeah, and uh, the, the big heavy bastards, Bowser. Oh, the Bowser. <laughs> yeah, they took ages to get going. <laughs> and they were the fastest ones. They were the fastest ones. Like they got, and they were like they, they battered, they battered everyone. Every like, Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas when all when all ones a bit like the little mushroom heads. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, even like even the uh, they really quick. Cunts, where, where was it? It was the really quick cunts. I wonder, I wonder what's going on the graphic this week. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's what I love about Ronaldo. He's just so quick at everything. Just like, boom, yeah, boom, boom. Like, I hate Ronaldo, as, as, as I've said all season, right? I hate him, right? It's a pity you can't just admit now that you are wrong. I, I wasn't. He's brilliant now. He's not brilliant. He's the best he player in the world now. He's the best player in the world. He was class on Sunday. He's the best at the moment. He's the best midfielder and he's one of the best players oh, in, oh, listen, the, in the team. I'm going to say to you, right, you know, and I'm, I, I wasn't a fan of his. And I, I, it's going to take many seasons of him being good to, to, to <laughs> warm me on this one. Right? <laughs> Many seasons. Season nine of <laughs> <Ballon d'Or. laughs> Yeah, maybe sorry. And what, like, what, 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 what's always the fine? And I know he's probably not even a natural sentiment feeling, but what's always the fine a good sentiment feeling? He doesn't keep trying shit all the time. He doesn't try anything all the time. So, well, I think he, when drips, he does I, try something. I think he drifts like his, little, like his little bot. Maybe, uh, maybe most players running onto um, that layoff to him. Late on, when he just chipped the ball over to Firmino just to play Lalani for an easy chance. Yeah, that was what a shot. Yeah. Most you're not letting me shoot. finish my point. Go on. My point is right after many seasons of being of winning the Ballon d'Or, I may then say, yeah, I was definitely wrong here, and he's definitely would. I will look the 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 last few games. He, I've said to myself, Jesus, fair play to me. He's, he's he's adapted well here, and he seems to be doing something. And what was impressed about the City one was because it was the away match. Yeah. Like that to me was that was was a big part for for for. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of being a bit of a homer, yeah, 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 yeah. So like mm. that that was impressive for me, and, and the goals he's come up with as well. 
fair like they've been important goals in big games mm. as well. Like and you can't take that away from him. And you know, he he might win me over eventually. But at the moment, I still have a problem with him. Mm. I still don't think he's been that amazing recently. Well, I know he's, he's had some big moments in yeah. the games. Like, oh, but I, that, that, this is my I wouldn't point. say I'm sitting there going, this fella's fucking deadly. That's my point. And, and I, I, said, oh, I haven't said about any of our midfielders. Me, yeah, me, yeah. me and you said that at Christmas time. Like, uh, Emery Chan was getting absolute dog's abuse. And Wijnaldum was putting in similar level of performances. And every good thing Wijnaldum did, it was like, oh, look, that's what we saw Wijnaldum for. He's doing hockey assists and invisible assists and fucking wonder assists and Marvel X-Men assists and the whole lot and it just it just was like there was nothing basically he was wandering around the pitch and he wouldn't even pass him the ball at some points right because he may as well have been sitting in the stand with half of us but then he's had a good run of form and it, you have like this is what this is the mad thing about our fan base you can't you have to be on the side it has to be team when you them right everyone is a team there's a team behind every player mm. you can't you're not able to say he's been a bit shit for a while and now he's really good and fair play to him I like that mm. most of it is like no no He's been brilliant all the time. Yeah, yeah. He had ninety six, forty seven, point three eight five pressing stats there on Thursday. But uh, I know what you're saying. In the yeah, chemist about the team. Yeah, <laughs> the team. I'm on team Sacco or I'm on team yeah. Lover, and you can't just say, "Look, he was shy in that game. He was good in that game," and just just be brutally honest about it's like it. At the end of the day, we're Liverpool fans. Yeah. I'm not fucking fans. I, I dare you. The best bit is if Lover has a, has a bad game, say, "Yeah, Lover was crap today." Within, within eighteen seconds. Someone, he has a bad game all the time yeah, he's yeah, fucking yeah. shite throw yeah. him out of the club stick him into the 40 vats of hell mm. right. the other one I've seen on the weekend has been uh, Clavan slip like there was some bloke talking about the Clavan slip and that how when Sarko's playing for Palace they've kept three clean sheets and they won oh, three games I was like no, get the stop. fuck like, yeah. give that. that's what that's... played in the defence that conceded shit loads of goals last season people forget this part yeah yeah I know same same kind of ratio yeah yeah. We we had a 97 all draw it's, with Borussia Dortmund and Anfield. And fucking Sacco and, and Lovren were both playing we're that day. We're going to have to find a very, very specific type of defender if we're going to continue to play the way we're playing and not concede goals. Yeah. Like, you might cut out um, as many like, like second balls dropping and set pieces and stuff like that. You might cut that out by getting a good leader in there or whatever. But this business of like teams kind of countering and, and taking us apart. Four on four. Now, these are professional footballers in the Premier League. If you put them on four on four, no matter what defender, there's enough movement and enough cuteness about attackers to score goals. And it doesn't it's matter like who the, it is. The goal we actually conceded on Sunday, City were fucking spent, fizzing that ball across the They box. spent the whole mm. match. Doing it. With it was going tactic. to come off once. And broke up. Yeah. Putting that, and it's something you said as well before, Paul. Like, we refuse to put early balls into the box. That ball pops out to De Bruyne, one touch and bang straight yeah, into the we box. Yeah, we don't, uh, we don't have the players to ha- with the confidence to do that. Like Milner seems to always pull it back onto his good foot. Yep. And, and when they do try and put the, put the ball in early, like Klein will try and do it and it's just like... Uh, just goes into a different yeah, ground. We just don't have the, we just don't have Anyone know we're saying Matt have been a bit soft on Sunday? No. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, my, he brother, is. I, my brother sent me a text saying, mm. I'd say Matt have cries after he has sex. I think he, <laughs> he, he, cra- he crashed into the, the first half right the, the ball got fizzed across and he kind of he, you see it on the replay he's pulling Aguero back and he's like yeah and he's like real like, and then he's like apologising to him like, there's no shit house in him yeah yeah he's uh, a okay. he, look, look, look at the way he um, he he kind of gets physical with the attacker it's just a palm on them <laughs> You know what I mean? He's not. He's not. He's not aggressive enough. I don't think he's great. I don't think he's great, Tom. 
Who? Charlie Redmond. Charlie Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Redmond <may> show him. <laughs> <laughs> and so did your man off Southampton, whatever his name is. Nathan Redmond, is it? <laughs> what the fuck's your man's name? Charlie Austin. Bear Tranters. Redmond. 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 Nathan Redmond. Yeah. yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. May well, shite of him. Uh, put him on the put him. I don't think he's shy. I just think he's no, not. He's say, not. He's not the leader. I didn't say, no, I didn't say he was shy. Of course, he's not shy. Did you say that him and Sacco would be a great combination? Of course, they would. Him, well, and, hey, him and wisdom. Going on about all, the, all, all <laughs> yeah. these different defenders, like Sky had a graphic up before one of our games that we're like about to, we're on course to concede the same amount of goals that we've conceded for like the past three seasons. Whether we've been fucking nearly winning the league or fucking you know finishing seventh or whatever, we always concede fifty odd goals. And yeah. it doesn't matter who we've played, like, and Sack will go in there and sort that out. No, he didn't sort it out for three straight seasons. No. He wouldn't sort this out. It's, it's, good as a unit we are, yeah, time. yeah, we often asked on our Rogers, was it systematic or was it the personnel? And it's like it's obviously a mixture of both, but this it's very clear on a club, it's systematic. It's just like you give teams space, they score goals. <laughs> it, it's like the more space is directly proportional to the goals <laughs> you're going to see. And he's, and he's pointing on a blackboard here. You just look at teams that we play against that, uh, that sit back, toy, compact, don't let you play in between the lines. We can't score against them. It's not because they've quality defenders. It's not because it's not because like every one of their back four will get into our side. Just it's because they're organised. They're well, according they're to our fans, every time we play a team that stacks its defence, that's in the half would do well for us. Who was your man that that half mill off hole? Yeah, a team that's got that's conceded five trillion goals this season, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he'd do a good job. Yeah. For us. He would do a job for us. And do you know what? He did the exact same yeah. job as all the defenders we've signed for the last 400 yeah, years. That's what we're like, doing. We're let's see what they're, let's see what they're like when I left one on one with Charlie yeah. Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> but there was loads of times against City where we were sitting back and they were still popping the ball around us. Like, and there was loads of us back. Aguero got on the wrong side of uh, Matip loads of times. Yeah. Like, uh, and he got on the end of one, one or two. And he got a bit lucky. Well, fair, look, if, if, you, if, just needs, if you talk it, about defensively, like... Guardiola had, had one tactic against us and it was brilliant because it just kept working all the time. Yeah, but he fizzed the ball in and all it was was like whatever whatever fucking jinx was put on the goals before the game or whatever, whatever fucking witch doctor was out spraying his magic and powder and everything like that. Like Aguero would have had a hat trick under yeah. normal circumstances. Yeah. Sterling mm. misses a goal. Like we thought people thought about Lalana's miss being bad, right? Mm. <laughs> the one Sterling misses, even yeah. though Milner fails him, he's under the bar. Mm. And, and is scared to put his leg out to make a contact right. with it. Yeah. They targeted Milner though, didn't they? Like you could see they were just knocking yeah. balls over his head the whole game. Like, so. And then and then the other one was the Yeah, the, but he'd he he'd better players out here so well he got Silva out there in his side, yeah. didn't he? And Aguero fluffs two big ones. The one that he fluffs the, at the end, then the and volley. Then, yeah, the, the the volley at the end, and then the fluff, the yeah, first the fluff. Post as well, yeah, right? and the, the one that then drops is and then comes out to the Bruyne, and the Bruyne then hits mm. the post. Mm. Minulay was doing his broken transformer <laughs> away for that one as well. <laughs> yeah, it what? was like I got to do it. <laughs> what is the crack with like say 
who was there midfield? They, they put, say, Fernandinho into midfield and he picks up the ball in front of the defence and suddenly Clavan's there fucking trying to get the ball off. Like, yeah, what man. the fuck are you doing there? Like, we're supposed to be sitting back. Like, and Clavan just decides, ah, this is a bit boring. No, 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 but the way, we're pl- the way we're playing, like, you just, you just can't have defenders that don't just take chances. Because mm. if, you, if you just keep backpedaling, backpedaling, it's just like... Thinking close on goal now. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it was mad. Like sixty minutes, it looked like their their fucking city's tank was gone, didn't it? Because they were looked yeah. a bit leggy, mm. and then all of a sudden, they took Aya Torre off and uh, moved the Bruyne out wide. Yeah. Oh look, we're deadly again. Yeah, Torre, what a great player at the moment. Well, half our fan base had signed him for next season. No, he's a lazy pox. Yeah, they were absolutely oh fucking God. horrific. I'd sign Colo Torre back quicker than sign Yaya Torre. <laughs> when I seen him, yeah, go- yeah, when I seen him going him off, I, all I could think was, you know, we didn't take advantage of this, how yeah. bad this fucker is. Yeah. <laughs> well, we missed a shitload of chances, let's be honest as well. Like, mm. There was there was loads of chance at both ends, there was loads of penalty incidents. Yeah, um, could have been far, it could have been. Yeah, could have been, and yeah. it could have been nil Because that's how bad the finishing was on the fucking day. Mm. And in fairness to Milner, another penalty, not a bother to him, dispatched yeah. into the bottom corner. Mm. Did really well. I, like, I think he called he called quite well with uh now I know like when you're splitting hairs and you're saying you shouldn't be standing there and you should be a bit closer to the Brian. They're a good fucking team though, that's what nine times out of ten you're like probably more you're gonna cut that out or you're gonna get across quick enough. Mm. I thought he has to he has to you know, he has to do what he's being asked to do. I thought Coutinho as well kinda of left it open for me. Yeah. Like like Fernandino like was it, it was him the hit though, wasn't it? Yeah. And but like it's just a clear path, like fifty yard path. Out to the Bruyne whereas if Coutinho sits there like Fernandino has to that's say am not I gonna the first try, time am I, I going to trip well, it over him that's not and, and teams have targeted that a, a few times he especially had Silva as well going yeah. out so why that if, if he didn't if he didn't cover Silva, Silva yeah. then Silva would have been open then mm. right in front of our back four yeah. and if he covered and he Silva been, and then he was just lobbing balls and, last, last, and, the, and the criticism would have been he's too close to the Bruyne yeah. and he's not too he's not close enough to a centre half Jesus like you know but see last year we were saying you know um, Coutinho Moreno was, was the issue down the left hand side now again and I think we, we probably talked it on the pod as well saying well the problem, there's a big problem here that Coutinho doesn't like coming back past his own halfway line so whoever's going to play a fullback at that left fullback position at the moment nearly always it always ends up being double teamed or, or left to do what it is mm. now when you have Moreno he just decides to go up to the halfway line as well and have a chat to Coutinho while the mm. ball's come over that side what the fuck's going yeah. on there I'm going to do a ninja on tackle on his hoverboard <laughs> <laughs> But you, you, like that is that is that is an issue. Like, mm. Milner addresses it because he he's he's more he but, holds his position better than we're, say. We're Moreno talking about was. how bad players have been, and we haven't mentioned Coutinho. Yet. He's been stinking. He's well off the ball, hundred percent. Mm. I think he's thinking about transfer next in the summer. But he can if he wants. We got the new contracts. So we will get the money for him. Still, wait, still waiting for that full good season of four hundred before. Yeah, he it looked like it, didn't it? It looked like he was mm. going. But, but in fairness to Klopp, he, he's at the hooking him on the on the hour mark two mm. games in a row. Yeah. He put Woodbourne on him against Burnley, and he yeah. done well. Cock um, Woodbourne did well in fairness. He came mm. on. He made a bit of a difference. <laughs> yeah. and he's doing well. Keep going. You no, I thought he'd like look. to see uh, the other fella getting in. Harry Wilson. Wilson, yeah, Harry Wilson. Looks like he's. He's banging he's in goals, goals there as well. Um, but look, yeah. even when he brought him, he loved was, to get Wish Ojo was back. Ojo was ill. Yeah. There's a few of them. I there. love Ojo. Is I he like injured him. again? There's talk here for me and Coutinho will be out for the Everton game. Yeah. So well. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're hardly prolific at the moment. They might. No. You might have to bring in Ojo. Is he? What is he live? Is he? I don't know. <laughs> Origi and um and Woodbourne are 
Storage. You can give Wilson his, mm-hmm. his chance. Going, like, going on the past five or six years, I don't give a shit who plays against Everton. Like, that's one thing. They are Everton My only concern with this is eventually they win a game. <clears throat> like the, it, the laws of averages says eventually Everton win a game. Right? And we've, we've, our record of averages also said Liverpool win a league title every now and again, but that's never happening ever again. <laughs> well, we, so. won, we won loads. We just got a glut of them for ages. <laughs> there was like that was our century spread over. Like, you was up on our look, yeah, yeah. But right, so look, coming up, then we've got we have the Everton game, and then we've got loads of games after that as well, right? So, Bournemouth <laughs> after that at home, Bournemouth red and, and black stripes. What colours the Bournemouth away game? White is it? Is it white? No, it's blue. Blue, mm. close enough. Yep, light blue, blue right, right there <laughs> in the colour spectrum. <laughs> then uh, two, two dodgy enough ways. Stoke is it? West Brom, West Brom. Well, yeah, I'm right in that West Brom game off straight yeah. away. Oh yeah, Chris Brown lobbing balls yeah. in. Oh, they are, they, 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 yeah, they are just like tip of weird disaster. Thing. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, if I was the club now, I'd be there on the training ground, just bring all the goalkeepers from under twelve up, right, and just. See who's the best in crosses and start him for that game. <laughs> Look, he's not going to have to make a save. All he's going to do is deal with crosses. You get a goalkeeper that can deal with crosses, even if you need a George or whoever it is that comes out and, and has to play, then fine. Put Clavin in goal. Put Clavin in goal. Grand. He's big, isn't he? So is Matip, but like we Clavin is big for a smurf. He's not big for a centre half. Is he not? He's only about. He looks like a small centre half. Like he's not, not as sure. he's not as big now as Sacco. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sacco's small enough isn't he though he's only like 6 foot 6 foot 1 or something I don't think he's 6 foot 8 he's a joint of never, never conceded a goal never conceded a goal how many clean sheets do you reckon I see Balotelli was acting the maggot again I did yeah <laughs> well what did he do Trowels were too tight or something. Did he tie his laces together? Yeah, he were, oh yeah, his laces were too tight. Yeah, and uh, he needed a couple of people to give him a hand, so he, he missed he the first him. few minutes of the match. Looking <laughs> mongo oh with you, but come yeah. here, he was thrown under the bus. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I actually heard that phrase being used today, like, just mm. a normal thrown mm. under the bus. About Balotelli or no, it was about Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get on to that later. Are you still heartbroken, are you? No. We'll get on to that later. I see people as well couldn't cope with Ro- Rogers uh, doing well in Scotland. Like, they get fucking over. No matter what he does, like now they have to say take it away from him. Like, you know, nah. it's a shit league or it's this, that, and the other. It's a shit league. But what on. he's doing there, other managers haven't produced. Look, Rogers has gone to gone to Celtic. It's a one fucking team league. Yeah. He's expected to win the league, which he's going to do. Yeah. Right? And he's winning at an, an absolute canter. Yeah. And he needed to repair his reputation out of Liverpool because yeah. he came out looking terrible. By, it's by the from. Right. Those people tearing strips out on Twitter because uh, because they drew against Rangers in a derby. And he's a hundred well, he's tactically inept because he put on a striker when they should have been holding out. So I don't know. Didn't even see the game. I don't think half these people seen the game. What what difference does it make? And why why it even like why why why, atta- why even hacking on? Like, Jesus, like. Let him go. Leave it. Yeah, leave it be. Like, but the, I bet oh, you. I, I guarantee yeah. you that the same people who were saying Balotelli scored eleven goals. In yeah, France, oh, yeah. definitely. <laughs> or Sacco has ninety three. It's the bedroom warriors between training and Crystal Palace. They <laughs> 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 do. You can tell them. And as soon as Lovren appears again, he's shite. Game hasn't kicked off. He's shite. That's 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 it. Absolutely shite. Lovren's crap. Look at man, Brand. He's shite. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's shining. Well, at least that fat look, pig off Leverkusen. Yeah. Listen, the main thing is we're still managing him. He might have signed the deal enough for Bayern Munich, but we're still confident of getting a deal done in the summer. I don't know what type of deal, but we're going to get some deal. Didn't not necessarily him because we're monitoring. So we're going to hijack fucking PSG's bid for uh, Draxler, aren't we? So yeah, and we're signing Elba. Yeah. yeah, well, Klopp's supposed to have a war chest now. This one, a war chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, the derby. So Andy, you're always a good positive man for the derby. Are we going to win this one? Yeah, yeah. Uh. See, I think everyone going with this with their tails fucking flying in the air. Thinking that you know what we might uh, might just be able to catch Liverpool all the winnable games. Well, the good thing is I think Schneiderlin's out. <coughs> is he? He's been developing a very good. Um, I think it's Tradem, uh, Schneiderlin, and Gay. Gay. Yeah, Gay. Idris Gay. And uh, who's the other chap? Uh, Must be Daly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ross Barkley. Davies is it? John McCarthy. Yeah, Davies oh, yeah, yeah, man, was he? the young lad, that Davies. Simon yeah. Davies. Yeah, he's playing. Simon Davies. <laughs> the trainer <laughs> in the middle, Charlie Davies. <laughs> 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 but they have been. Uh, they've been. They've been playing well there, and now he's supposed to be out. So that that's good news. Yeah. Uh, Lukaku will probably focus up. Mm. No, he won't be showing against the big team. He's a flat mm. track bully. Yeah. but he does score against us. The only goals he scored against the the, the top teams in the, in England has been against. It's been against us. He scored 106 goals against us over the course of three seasons. We'll beat them three one then. Lukaku will get his goal yeah. and we'll we'll dominate the rest of the game. Yeah, I think they will. Like you said, they'll come out with their tails up, and we, that's why we fucking. That's when we do well. Do yeah. well. Normally. I think if they come at us and try now, the only thing is Koeman isn't a fucking stupid bloke now. Do you know what I mean? And he knows that he has the Barcelona job in the bag at the end of the season, so. You know, he wants to go off on a high with everything. I don't know what it is about them. They always they always <coughs> seem to treat this game a bit bigger than Liverpool treat it. Yeah. And Liverpool come out on top because they've treated them more professionally. Mm. Where they just go, they're like um, the young bull up the hill. Let's oh, run down. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's run down and uh, ride one of those uh, cows down there. <laughs> And the daddy boss says, no, let's walk down and ride them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's what, like, that's what, that's what they're like. All right. Young bulls. Young bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Bournemouth game, do we win that one? I don't know why I'm doing this, because I'm going to do it next week as well, so it's just like... Don't know. Don't know. Many don't know. points. I think we'll squeeze it. Many points will we need out of the last nine. But the, that's the, the, oh, the finished off. Uh, right, we've got nine 18, games left. 18 how, many, how many points do we have at the moment? 55? 59? If we, if we get a, if we get 18 points, we finish on 74, I think. 56 run, isn't it? Mm. I think so, yeah. 56 yeah. points. So there's 27 points left. Potentially 83. Could that win the league for us? Uh, no. I think if we won all our games now, I don't think so. I think the league is gone, Phil. You think it? Yeah. <laughs> Like Chelsea are only on 69 but points. We all, if we won all the games, we'd probably finish second. You reckon? Mm. Yeah, on 83. Mm. <clears throat> but we're not going to do that. I think if we can manage the two points per game, you'll give me bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> you'll give me bubbles. <laughs> so uh, six wins from our last nine gets us Champions League. You reckon? Um, yeah, That's 18 points. Yeah, 18, 18 points, I, I think, will be. 74. Enough. Because yeah. United I don't dropping. think it does. I don't think, think I United, United probably. 20. I think you need I don't know where people get these fucking totals from looking at the table and going, oh, I think you'll need that. I, I couldn't look at a table and say that. 
How many points do you think we need? If Liverpool... Se- seven, eight. Okay. <laughs> if Liverpool... If Liverpool get... If Liverpool managed an extra 18 points and United just kind of go about the way they've been going, but they're coming up against Spurs, Arsenal away, uh, and City away, and Chelsea home, they're inevitably going to drop points. Out of them four games, they're probably going to drop points and trade them at least. So they could be dropping six points there straight away. Or they could be dropping they could drop nine points. I think we need to so they all have to play each other though. Spores play, you know, the game. I forget Chelsea you know. now because they're but Yeah, well that's we, Yeah, but we we probably need to hope for draws and all of them. <laughs> we might pass them. But no seriously. And that's what I mean by being in our own hands. Get the eighteen points or twenty even better. I think you need I think, seven, I think you need seventy five plus to get to get a top four. That's yeah, where I, that's where my thinking is. I think so too. Yeah, seventy five plus. The uh, I came up with as well. Seventy four. <laughs> After all my calculations, <laughs> which is about nineteen <clears throat> twenty points. If you just if you kind of just write Arsenal off for a minute, because they're going to need a fairly <clears throat> very good finish but, to but, the season. Uh, uh, I, look, I'll, I'll say this, and it, 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 unless something weird has happened, right? And, and it might have been, but Wenger saying he's staying for another year anyway, right? But unless something weird has happened, Arsenal wants to get knocked out of the Champions League tend to go on a run at the back end of March, start of April, about six or seven wins in a row, and that always gets them top four. That's the way it's always been. They always have this ropey spell from February to the middle of March, and everyone's going, oh, well, they they're dumped out of everything. Yeah, oh, the look, they might go, they might go, they might Have they dropped down to sixth, and have they create like, I mean, Jesus, they've been so windy lately. I was thinking that myself, but I think they play City, then Spurs, then United, three games in a row. And they're the t- that's three fixtures that, that they never win. But then again, they never win them games. Wow. This is the first time it's been put up to them. Yeah, they might just, they could scald it over. And I think Spores I think Spores will naturally drop points as well because they'll be missing Kane. They won't. I think they will. Just bringing a different version of him in. <laughs> bonus points, they just keep getting them, don't they? This is the other thing, bonus points. Like again, <laughs> we've, been, we've been lucky. We've had a few bonus points there in the last Christmas, couple of months yeah. since Christmas because we've only won three games. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're somewhere fucking towards the league or whatever we are. Fourth. You're right yeah. about this season though. Like these teams go on big horrible runs of form, but they don't go away. So you're right; they are getting bonus points from somewhere. Well, they said United haven't been beaten in the last five months, and they managed to drop down to seventh. So figure that one out. <laughs> and we've won three games in 2017. <laughs> so I don't know. So um, anyway, that there's no matches this weekend. I suppose it's the international matches. You gonna watch the match? Or in the Wales? Yeah. Watch it, yeah. A chance for the revenge there on Friday night, is it? Yeah. Yeah, a chance for revenge on Dave Thomas. Woodborne and uh, Harry Wilson playing yeah. from the start, yeah. Do you reckon? Mm. Oh, definitely, yeah. John Egan might be starting. What was Klopp giving out about? He said that did, uh, Coleman, yeah. Coleman never rang him. He should have rang him. About Woodbourne. That's bother. Just called him up. Doesn't even know who Harry Wilson is, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Harry who? <laughs> that you, need, you need to ask Neil about that. What do you think of Klopp saying he should have got the phone going, ah, fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it was a, I think it was a lot of bollocks the way Klopp handled that, saying that it's too early for Woodbourne and all. I think he's protecting them too much. I don't. If he turns out to be brilliant for us. If he doesn't, nobody gives a shit. Like. <laughs> Ultimately, I'm going to be honest with you, this is the thing. We've had loads of super wonderstar kids that never amounted to anything and then, mm. then you don't give a shit Christian about them. Nemeth. What? Remember him? Yeah. Christian Nemeth. Nemeth. I actually don't think it's possible to ruin a player. Well, unless you take a, like, if you take a mean, mallet to their knees. Playing them, like playing them maybe six months too early or something like. Plenty of 16-year-olds make their day. That's the 17-year-olds. Like, Messi's been playing since he was 14. 
Yeah. There you go. Do you know what I mean? He's okay, you might you might find that a seventeen year old, like like say Rooney, like they're born out by twenty seven or something mm. like that. Probably guys. But what do we do? Like just keep keep all our young players who, who are showing serious potential till they're twenty four to give them their debut, they'd be gone. Yeah. So you have to play you have to play the players and give them their chances. And if they don't take their chances, they're not good enough. Hey, look if at I was any, a manager and I knew I could get like form out of a player who was sixteen or seventeen. But he'd be finished by the time he's 26. I'd fucking ride him like a pony for the whole season. <laughs> Cart him off when he was yeah. about 25 then. Yeah, good luck. Sell him. Sell yeah, him. off to America. Off to Villa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, off to some Claret and Blue team. <laughs> some Claret and Blue team. Go play Claret and Blue. Wind yeah. down your days then. Yeah, it's it's Being yeah, it's no coincidence that like a, a lot of players that who break on the scene early and like take the world by storm send, tend to burn out like before. Jack Wilcher. Trent and Warborn do look like they're, they're going to break in though I think well this, the one, th- one person we haven't touched on really was Cloyne because I think he looks like a player that looks exhausted at this stage mm. he hasn't played well for months now at this stage yeah. and, and given Alexander a run in the team wouldn't be the worst worst run because like, he, he performed well in the, in the United game yeah. he looks more than capable enough for, and like fullback like basically anyone can play a fullback he's yeah. better going forward than Cloyne yeah mm. well like anyone if Miller can play fullback anyone can play there <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's clearly not a hard Van Alden. What? Van Put him. Clavin. Wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, attacking fullback. Attacking fullback. Pressing fullback. Pressing fullback. You know, pressing the centre backs yeah. from the fullback. His position. own centre backs. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like he was doing against City. <laughs> Fucking crazy Estonian bastard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've only got a couple of minutes left. Um. <laughs> So anyway, look. Normally we do trippers chats now, but I, I, I was, we weren't even sure we we're going to do a pod. So nobody, but I, I don't even know. Scrap it. I don't even know if the trippers feed still works. I have to ask Neil. <laughs> <laughs> He's in work tonight. Um, the trippers have we not got Neil's feature to go on? What? Neil's feature to go on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Song. Yeah, go. <laughs> Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about Julia. What? Huh? You just doesn't want to talk. No, oh, yeah. ever. Ever. Hey, Julia. Um, you but... made Jared. What? Made Jared. Don't care. <laughs> live in the scaff. <laughs> live in the scaff, yeah. <laughs> you come live with me. No. <laughs> that was mad. Imagine Klopp, like, having Woodbourne living in the scaff. But, like, it, it'd be different with Klopp. Like, you know, he smokes and, and he has a few points in the whole lot. And, like, if Klopp says, hey, do you want to, do you want to live in the gaff for a while? Like, you know, while well, you get yourself set up in the whole lot, you'd be thinking yourself, no, this might actually be a bit of crack. <laughs> Use the PlayStation, it's grand, fucking walk away. Come on. Come on, we wake all the kids up yeah. for the crack. Come on, we just wait at four o'clock in the morning. Come on, start screaming at them. No, I'm not doing yeah. it. Just come on. <laughs> like, you, you know, it'd be a bit of crack. Whereas, who there wouldn't be any type of crack whatsoever. Well, I'd say, like, it was fucking bed early and all. Oh, yeah. Like, now my wife will tuck you in, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's grand. It's grand. yeah, yeah. Happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Jared got a text on his phone. Oh no! <laughs> What's the story? Hey, you got your, <laughs> your wife in with Jared. Oh, she was just sniffing the grass. But yeah, anything you want to add, Jared? Anything you want to discuss? What are you doing this weekend? Are you going to the order match? I'm going to London on Thursday, actually. So you're not going to the order match? No. Mm. Not, no. What part of London are you going to? <laughs> London Central. <laughs> the city. <laughs> Brixton. <laughs> Dublin, <laughs> Dublin Road, London. I Main Road, London. <laughs> Main Street. <laughs> if you're on Main Street, London, Sean will be there, give him a wave. 
Any pubs you're going to? I don't know. I've never been to Force Queenie. Doesn't interest me in London. Doesn't it? No. I'd like to go on that, you know, the, the big wheel. <laughs> I'd know. like to go on the big wheel, Larry. The London When I was in London, I didn't go on the big wheel. I should have went. Yeah. Mm. I, like I didn't f- do anything really. So London doesn't appeal to you except for the big wheel, but when you're in London, you didn't go to the big wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I walked across. Yeah, obviously not that appealing. Just sat there for three days in London, shut you. I walked we across the bridge thing. Look, that big thing. <laughs> Tower oh, Bridge or the bridge of the cones? The one, yeah, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the best bit, I, I love flying into London. You know when you fly in along the Thames and it's like the start of EastEnders? But like you get to see more. Cause what airport are you flying into there? Heathrow. Where are we? Do you do yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was London City Airport. No, flying to Heathrow. Well, it depends what runway you're using in Heathrow. But like you can come, if you're coming in from Dublin, you, can, you actually get a full tourist guide. You don't need to go. You can just say, look, I'll stay on the plane now and go home. Yeah, but you're still very high. What's grand? You see the top of the shard. Yeah. Then, and you got, I got Wembley and Arsenal's ground, whatever they call it these days. <laughs> mm. And the Oval and Twickenham. It's too big, London. The Millennium thing. It's way too big. It is. It, it, when you fly in, it's like the start of EastEnders, except mm. you get to see a lot more and it doesn't have an annoying team tune. That's, mm. that's the bonus of flying into London. Hey, Dan. Where are you flying into? Uh, Heathrow. I'm glad you knew something. Why are players mad into going to London? Why are players mad? Yeah. Into? Bright lights, big city. The streets are made of gold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it. Well, clearly, it's, it's, it's London is one of the major world metropolises and doing coke in nightclubs. That's, <laughs> that's not the height of what they're after, I'd say. Like mm. Russian billionaires are buying mm. houses and building basements upon basements and fucking underground layers and hollowed out volcanoes and everything in London. Like, it's like literally. Doing coke down there. Thanks, Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those cities, any It's like New York. I had that game, The Getaway. Do you remember that? That was in London. <laughs> the Getaway. Yeah. I was like that GTA rip off, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. Like, but G- they had all the real shops and all in it. Yeah, but the like, real yeah, it was good. Like, if you get, it was, I was, it was different to GTA. It was GTA. fucking rock hard. Yeah, I yeah, it thing. was. Yeah. Where they rob black taxis and all. Yeah, <laughs> and they'd be like, like, get the fucking mag. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't the London version of GTA been mooted for years? Actually. Like a, a GTA version. A proper GTA mm. London. They, they, they did one, you know, on the PlayStation 1, the top-down view. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. only difference was, like, the buses had a, a Union Jack on the top. Everyone snapping it. Oh, yeah, deadly. This is deadly. Do re- do you reckon, it feels like I've played it before. GTA would be better in Dublin. Do you reckon? Yeah, because it's smaller. Yeah. So, like, you'd have any... You'd, the you'd, roads you'd, are wider. And you could bail out of the suburbs. Yeah. That's what you need. And you've got the M- the M50 would be perfect yeah. for like going really fast. It would like because if if you're if you had GTA in London it'd be way too big. It'd be like GTA. Well no one would know where to drive because they all get the tube. GTA and bleeding. Do you ever what if I tell you if you get if, if you're in London and you get the tube all the time and then you get up on the ground and you try to walk to where you're going, no idea where which way to go. Like you literally have no idea because you get on a train and it goes, this is going this way. So you get on there, you get off, <laughs> and you're still on the ground and you go to the next train and you get on that train and next minute you're where you, where you need to be, right? Somebody hangs you on the top and goes Right, walk back to where you came from. You're just like, they're going, don't even know which direction to go in. You're like, you're going back to having a, a compass. I'm, which way am I facing? North. Yeah. That's like where, this, that's like where, where Manhattan has a, gone, no has a nail. <laughs> that's where Manhattan has it nailed for big cities. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, you know which way to face. To go time. anywhere. Yeah. No problem. It's Take your ages, but you get there. Except right down in Alphabet City, right down at the bottom. In the old part of New York, which isn't on a grid system. 
Yeah. New York doesn't appeal to me at all. You know what you're saying? Do you reckon London should? Oh, I was in New, New York, York last year. It's fucking savage. Yeah. I'd say it was, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having it. It's just... No. It's just a stupid, busy city. That's all it is. No, no there's songs loads. loads of scenes such a small area. Is it, yeah? Like what? The fucking Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the... the, the, the <laughs> You can grow one upon today's uh, Statue of Liberty and the other Royal beside it. Buzz around there for a while. Back in, go up loads of tall buildings. Like any of the tall buildings you can think of. Like, well, people don't realize Rockefeller it. Center. There's the uh, the um, Empire State, Empire State Building. Building. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, big park. What if you don't the get it? Oh, do you know what's deadly? Do you know what's deadly? There's a aircraft Trump carrier. Oh, yeah, yeah, the USS uh, Intrepid. Intrepid. Yeah, and then it's, it's a whole, there's a whole museum and there's a submarine and planes yeah. and everything. That's savage. What if you don't give a gay about tall buildings, though? Is it New York's not for you? How can you not give a gay about tall buildings? Look, you're from like, Ireland. You <laughs> how can you not give a gay about tall buildings? I, how many, what's the, what's the highest building you've ever been up? I don't know. How many stories would you reckon? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't note these things down. Well, like, would you well, ten stories? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. When you know nothing, then when you go up about a hundred stories up in the air and you look out and you go, Jesus, it's mental. It's mental. It's worth the trip. Yeah. yeah. Just that for it alone. It is. It's mental. And sometimes you're up in the clouds and all. Yeah. Sometimes you can't see down because you're on the other side of the clouds and you think I'm living yeah. in the clouds. It's amazing. I'll, there'll be cars flying around me now. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the getaway. And then you have a. Uh, the outlets yeah Woodbury Common yeah and the one in Jersey as well yeah Jersey Gardens yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing the great city there in Times Square as well mm. and there's all the history as well it's all the history we, we have Liffey Valley and the Spur <laughs> <laughs> same sort of thing really isn't it except yeah. just not tall buildings I don't think you it. get the same like buzz about London as you do New York I think but you're see, growing up watching all these like films, films that fascinate you and like if you're on Wall Street or whatever, like, and you're seeing all these hookers <clears throat> were going around, you're going, this, this is real, it's mad, like, <laughs> you know. But well, if you're down in Canary Wharf and stuff like that, like, you've, I've seen loads of episodes of the yeah, film that sit down there. That doesn't impress me at all. What, the bill or? No, Canary Wharf. Do you know? No. That's shy compared to Wall Street. But the Shard now is big. You could put the Shard in New York and be deadly. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the Shard was built by Norris, man? Yeah, and he's building yeah. another version of it over. Is that big? Is that like yeah. New York big? Yeah, it's the it's the biggest building in Europe. I think it was the biggest building in the world when they made it. And then obviously, like somebody in fucking Qatar or uh, the other built Someone one just built twelve a spike times on top of their building. No, they built, built one again. built one twelve hundred times bigger or something like that. It touches the moon. <laughs> just this thing sticking up out of the air now, <laughs> throwing us off our axis, sending us out into the dark void of space, unlike Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Mass Effect. No, I'm not going to. It though. looks great, doesn't it? How have you become a gamer great. again? I wasn't. It's, it's you the, don't have the time to do podcasts, but you have the time to play games. Yeah. I used to do night feeds with the baby. Would you not be trying to get back to bed now? When you're feeding them, like you have the baby, and then you have the bottle, and you have it on your neck, and you have your PlayStation controller <laughs> like that. Nah. <laughs> How many times did you drop the baby? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the same amount of time you were like, dropped in your <laughs> You can't just sit down and have a quick game. Like, no. Like, minutes turn into hours. Like, you could be six hours or something playing Call of Duty or something. I don't know how anyone can do that these days. Well, not these days, but if you have kids, 
No one's the kids. You have kids, kids, you have a job, yeah, and you have a hobby or something like that. Yeah. What are you doing playing computer games? Well, like the podcast was a hobby, and then I just got bored with it and went off and played computer games <laughs> instead. <laughs> no offense, lads. <laughs> mm. It's only good for sticking a headset on the bills in America. <laughs> <laughs> Your cities are shite. <laughs> Your cities fucking all Paul Brennan now tonight. Don't give away his gamer tag, Brenzy. <laughs> <laughs> On GTA Five, city shite. That's shite. Tall buildings that are shite. Building's too tall. Yeah, your field's too hot. it down a bit. It's too hot. Yeah, I used to like playing games when I like when I had the time. Yeah. Beyond like playing Americans and, and that, and just filling them full of shit, like because they've literally no awareness of what's going on outside America. Yeah, you felt so, like you felt like you won the lottery, you know, when you're playing college, you you just hear the American accent in your in, in your lobby, you're just like, Oh, here we go. This, is, that, like, this huh? is brilliant. Thing, you know, what, what, what who used to say, What day is it over there? And they're like, <laughs> What are you talking about? What day is it over there? It's the same fucking day as they accept if you are. Oh, you're British? Uh, yeah, you're yeah, British? Yeah, British people. Oh my <laughs> God, British people. <laughs> but if you get them talking, what day is it? And they'd be going like, um, Friday, oh, it's, it's Sunday here. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what, what, what the fuck we don't have Wednesdays here <laughs> that's what we used to say to them. we don't have Wednesdays here oh my what the fuck you don't have Wednesdays no how did you not know that there's only six days in Europe so like, so the year goes quicker and everything and if you just the fucking, year goes quicker yeah, yeah. so if you just like go ah oh, they're fucking <laughs> their heads will be falling off they believe fucking anything uh, that's genius or if you get like uh, yeah you used to tell them because uh, you find out you're Irish and you start talking about Guinness like so that's really all they ever know about yeah. Ireland and I'm telling them, like, yeah, do you ever stick a can of Guinness in the microwave? <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God, are you serious? Is not explode? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what we do in Ireland. <laughs> Give it a bash. No. Yeah. Give it a bash. Yeah. Sean, I say you hate Paddy's Day, do you? I say every single American. Do you have a guy called Sean? And then you say, well, I'm called Sean. Oh my God, do you know? Paddy's Day, yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, I don't, I'm not a fan of Paddy's Day. Well, I was at the parade. It was great, Craig. Oh, yeah. Yep. I went to the Temple Bar, the just big full of fucking Brazilians and Polish. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of them that come over actually believe in leprechauns. I know. That's, I think that's crazy. I only know it's for the first time living in Dublin all my life. I was on the Lewis the other day on the way into town. And you saw one? Now, the Javis Street <laughs> Lewis stop, there's a National Leprechaun Museum. I'm not even fucking joking. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's because they're everywhere. Mm. And is it like wrestling where they're pretending it's real and all? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? What do you mean pretending it's real? <laughs> like, you know, wrestling you're going to is say, real. this is all fake. Like, and everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wrestling is real. What are you talking about? Well, no, yeah. of, That's what I said. Is it like wrestling when you go in and it's real? Yeah. yeah. Right, lads. That's it. That's a wrap. Deadly. Nice to have you all back. Every Monday. Mm. Scrap it. Yeah, scrap it. Are we going to actually have a podcast again? Yeah. You're taking screenshots. Is that Australian one? Is it? <laughs> Fucking stop recording. <laughs> is it that Australian one? Is it? Yeah, stop. <laughs> I swear. <laughs>
Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.